Welcome to Whatever Comes Next, the number one podcast for creatives according to our mums. I'm Danny And I'm Elise. And on today's episode, we're going to have a little chatty about the 2022 Pantone colour release. Mm-hmm. And also we're going to delve into the rebrand of Square Up. We sure are. Sounds like a good episode. Yeah, that's juicy. It's chock-a-block. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you've been up to this week, eh? Uh, what have I been up to? I feel like I'm just like on a train down a hill without breaks towards Christmas and I just feel like there's no time to stop and think um so what have I been up to I okay very very accomplished yesterday I ordered the very last Christmas present I had to order so my Christmas shopping's done very happy about that um I've also I mean how are we halfway through December already oh it's just wild it is flying but I because, like, I refuse to listen to Christmas carols until December 1st. I, re- I do remember that. And then I kind of got about a week in December. I was like, shit, I'm not listening to Christmas carols. So I've been going hard on them this week. Justin Biebs? No, absolutely oh, not. What? No. What? <laughs> Who do we listen to? Sia. Sia. Oh, yeah. there you go. You know me. Nailed. I love Sia's Christmas album. Bruno Major has some great ones. Uh, George Ezra has one, although he has two. He released one on Amazon. I'm like, I'm not signing up to Amazon to listen to this, sir. Oh. So I was listening to the one that's on Spotify. Hate that. Just release one on platform for me, please. Thank you. Um, so yeah, lots of my no, no Mariah Carey, no Justin Bieber, no boobs, no boobs, <laughs> no boobs at all, <laughs> boob free. Uh, but yeah, enjoying the Christmas carols yeah, and nice. the Christmas wrapping. It's all good. It's all happening. Lovely. Yep. What, what have you been up to? Um, well, I went up to the Hunter Valley last week, mm-hmm. um, took the kids to go see the Chrissy Lights. That was fun. Lovely. It was a great time. Did they like it? They loved it. it are they, because I feel like um, Millie's now at an age where she can get like super hyped for Christmas. Yes, she absolutely is. <laughs> they have rides up there. Oh, for really? The lights. That's Millie crazy. did not make the cut for any of oh, them. Oh, too little. too short. Oh. They're like, you have to be over to I was like, mm, she's. She's two and a half and mm. like, no, she's too short. I was like, Millie, you're going to get this your whole Aww, life, darling. Poor thing. <laughs> yeah, so she's a little midget. Um, and yeah, other than that, I've actually been working, obviously. Um, yep. And I started to get into a new Netflix show. It's not a show, it. it's a movie. I started watching um, 14 Peaks. Have you heard of it? It's a documentary. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Is it about mountains? Yep. It's about a fella mountaineer from Nepal. Mm-hmm. And he climbs all the eight thousand peaks, like so eight thousand like, meter peaks. Oh, yep, gotcha. Seven months, like climbs like, Everest yeah. in. I think was it a day or was it like? Oh, what? as in like he does all of them in seven months. All of the all fourteen peaks. Yeah, right. Bananas. That's a lot. Like crazy. So this guy, he was. Um, part of the special forces from Nepal. I'm not sure. I can't remember what they're called. And then he got into the UK special forces. Absolute machine. Like did heaps of training, like even to do the mountaineering. That's probably for the best. Yeah. But he only, he just decided like this is what he was going to do. Oh, yeah. Did it. Like and crazy. Like when, when they were climbing Everest, there was a guy stuck halfway like left behind oh. after they were back at base camp. So they went back up and got him, brought him down. Wow. Yeah, like bananas. I feel like he's – I don't know the statistics of survival on those mountains, but I feel like he's lucky to get through all of them. Oh, 
And in seven months is ridiculous. So some, like, they've got other mountaineers talking through the documentary as well, and one fellow said, like, one 8,000-metre peak normally takes a two-month um, expedition. Wow. He's done 14 in seven months. Some people are just built different. Like, oh. that's, he's just a different species to me. I get tired, like, <laughs> walking up a staircase. Oh, like, how? I don't, uh, yeah. That's Mind-boggling, crazy. but amazing. Sounds Definitely amazing. recommend it. It's on Netflix. It's on, yes, Netflix. Yeah, okay, might have to give that a yeah. watch. It's a good one. It's crazy. Yeah. So crazy. But other than that, haven't been up to much. Nice. Really excited to wind down for Christmas. Yeah. I've just been watching trashy Netflix holiday movies. Oh, I've been doing that today. There hasn't been many good, like normally I feel like we get a good, yeah, good I couple. Yeah, I agree. Not really this what year. What is the princess switch number three? Yeah. I, okay. I turned it on and I turned it off about 10 minutes later. It was so very bad. Yeah. Terrible. Like, I seen it. I was like, why is there now three of them? Yeah. It's not just good. stupid. Not good. No. Anyway, <laughs> that's about all the bit I've been up to. So Excellent. why don't we get into, have a little chat about Panto? Let's do it. Okay. So we had the announcement of the 2022 Panto Colour of the Year. Very exciting. This year. Tell the people what it's called, Danny. Very Perry. That's it. Nailed it because I really had a brain fart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very Perry. Very Perry. It's, um, I don't know, I was going to try and make a joke and I didn't have one. It's, a, it's, it's Perry good. It's Perry shit. I <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> agree okay. on some level. <laughs> Maybe before we before we give our opinions, yep. why don't we give people some background? So uh, the Pantone Colour of the Year is determined by the Pantone Colour Institute. Uh, so the Colour Institute is a department of Pantone. Um, Pantone basically, they, they like the colour authority. They just have, it's like a system of colours that every printer uses, mm-hmm. basically helps you get accurate colours. Yeah. They do lots of other things, but they're basically our colour bible. Yeah, I which we should say. definitely start our designs from the colour bible before we refreshing after. But you know what? I just like to start designing and then <laughs> pick my pantone colour later. I actually sent a message last. Was it last? Yeah, I was like, so. do you do your pantone first or the CMYK first? And, I was, oh. and A was like, I do the CMYK first. I was like, yeah, me too. But yeah. I feel like I'm so backwards. I messed up. Yeah, but look, there might be people out there that do it. Do Pantone first. Those people have got their lives together. I, I 100% like, I just like playing around with colours yeah. first. And like, you know. And then I forget about Pantone. Yeah. Like Pantone, <laughs> I like, you, sometimes you don't even need it. It's only if you're doing print stuff. Some projects are completely digital. You don't need one. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we should use them more than we do, but we, we should. don't. Sorry, Pantone. <laughs> so the uh, <laughs> uh, look, they're doing fine. Uh, they have a monopoly. I'm pretty sure they they don't oh, care they don't about our opinion. Us. No. <laughs> um, so the Color Institute basically they do a bunch of things, but they kind of describe their role as this. So they say through seasonal trend forecasts, color psychology, and color consulting, Pantone Color Institute partners with global brands to effectively leverage the power, psychology, and emotion of color in their design strategy. So they're basically like, they, you know, and obviously we don't use them, but like massive firms can go to Pantone and get their advice on colors, you know, like, I don't know, Coca-Cola, probably consult with Pantone. 
like you know mm-hmm. Tiffany, like any any brand that's massive with a iconic color, they probably consult with Pantone Color Institute to uh, determine what color they use. Mm-hmm. So they every year decide what the color of the year would be. I just I find it mind boggling how they can just be like. This is the colour. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's – they do lots of research to get to that colour. So it's kind of a result of like things influence the colour of the year, but it's also designed to influence the future. So like – that's right. Yep. Influenced and influencing. (laughs) Crazy. So how do they choose the colour of the year, Dee? So to arrive at the selection – of the colour each year, Pantone's colour experts comb the world looking for new colour influences, basically what Avon just said a little bit. Yeah. Um, they can include the entertainment industry, films, travelling, um, art collections, and also new artists, also fashion. Mm-hmm. Fashion has a massive influence on this. Yeah, definitely. I feel like fashion is probably like the biggest one that most people would like notice the trend like yeah. I don't think you would really notice in film what colors are being used but no. for sure like fashion even the same with like they say like interiors as well like I feel like fashion would just top that yeah 100% but then like I was scrolling through Pantone's um like their announcement of it and they actually had a lot of interior and architectural based people that have used the colors so far mm-hmm. so I found that really interesting um, so yeah, they, they combine all of these industries yep. and they come together and they arrive at the colour selection of each year. Mm-hmm. So uh, how does it affect the choice? So yeah, like what you said, that's kind of like what influences and then their idea is that the colour um, of the year will influence product development, purchasing decisions, um, you know, things in fashion, home furnishings, industrial design, packaging, graphic design. So basically they think that I, I guess like if it's being influenced by the things that have been happening lately, it's kind of just going to be like they're just funneling the trend in being like this is what it actually is. Like it's not like they're deciding what's been happening, but I guess if Pantone chooses it, it's going to be way more prevalent everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how they that, that's how it influences the world. And yes, we've we've got very petty. I would look very bland in a very peri t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. I would clash. <laughs> My skin tone would not work. I don't. I wouldn't want a t-shirt, but I do every time. Every year they put out a mug, yeah. and I really want the Pantone mug, but like not this year because I don't like the color. I'll start next year. <laughs> <laughs> so the color, it's per- very. Per- when they say peri, I assume it's meant to be like periwinkle. Yeah, see, I think of Nando straight away <laughs> <laughs> and the Perinase. I like yeah, that is a like an apricotty peach. Yeah, kind of like color. a reddish tone, not purple. I haven't. Yeah, like that's where my mind goes straight away. Yeah, Nando's. Yep, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I'd prefer that. I'd prefer a peachy color. I would too, absolutely. So like, it's like go-to peach, Mm-mm. beautiful color, absolutely. Nailed um. It. So, yeah, it's like a violet colour. It's like a light purplish-bluish colour. Just, yeah, a little bit dull. It's very dull. It's not bright. Not at all. Which I thought they might have gone for a brighter colour, like, you know, kind of like liven everyone up after the last two hell years that we've had. Which I think they tried to do last year. Last year we did get two colours. Oh, sorry, for this year, for 2021, we got a yellow and a grey. 
the gray why why would you choose gray um but yellow i think that are really really going hard for the yeah things are great and then and then 2021 happened and i was like no it's not so maybe they're just like they're just gonna mellow with the maybe mood. they're just gonna try and blend it in yeah. see what happens they're like everyone there. is exhausted no one's feeling heightened emotions we're all just numb let's do purple <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's depressing. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. feel like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hell. Yeah. So uh that's our that's our description <laughs> of very fairy. Do you want to tell the people what Pantone's description of very Perry is? I would love to. I actually really love their description. Yeah, me too. They've really nailed this. So uh Pantone has said displaying a uh, very Perry dis- is displaying a carefree confidence and a daring curiosity that animates our creative spirit. Inquisitive and intriguing, Very Perry helps us to embrace this altered landscape of possibilities, open us up to new vision as we rewrite our lives. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, rekindling gratitude for some of the qualities that Blue represents, complemented by a new perspective that resonates today. Very Perry places... The- <laughs> I just... I think I'm paranoid, sorry. Very <laughs> Perry places the future ahead in new light. Yeah. So they are obviously trying to be a little uplifting. Yeah. Um, I, I like that they've chosen like a bluish tone because blue is very calming and like it it's really a positive. Sets a mood. Yeah. Like to be fair, if it was like red or something like really like a fiery colour, probably not the yeah, not the cool, relaxed mood they're going for. No, not at all. Um, but I did think that they they did mention the metaverse in their explanation which i I thought was interesting because we've obviously been talking about that with facebook and things so they said um the blue was also kind of sorry very perry was kind of inspired by trends in gaming the expanding popularity of the metaverse and rising artistic community in the digital space so it's kind of this fusion of modern life and how color trends in the digital world are being manifested in the physical world and vice versa which i get like Blue is a pretty techy colour. Like Meta's branding is blue. You usually see blue if you're looking at something digital. Yeah. Um, so that makes sense. Um, and I guess Pantone, even though Pantone is super influential, they're also being influenced by the fact that like... Oh, so you're saying that the expanding popularity in the metaverse? Yeah, like they can't escape it. No. Interesting. It is very interesting. And it's even more interesting that they are being so heavily influenced by, Mm. like, I'm going to say Facebook. Yeah. Like, I think, you know, when we were talking about Meta's rebrand, we were saying how it's like pretty, that they didn't do anything bold with the branding. It's very like low key and they're not trying to make waves or anything. And yet such a like inconsequential, I guess, brand is having influence on every industry according to Pantone like Mm -hmm. yeah it's just interesting that Facebook and Meta can have such an influence even though it seems like they're not trying to yeah that's right and like they're going to influence that color is influencing how many other industries like and that's all from one predominant yeah brand yep mind-boggling yep um so tell me a give me your very (laughs) personal opinion of very perry i don't like it (laughs) like okay to be fair you sent it to me when it first got announced and i straight away was like don't like that um but since then it's grown on me because i think it is quite a fresh color yeah yes it's dull but it's it feels light and i don't know just tell you what i would really love it as a um a sheet colour, like a bed linen colour. Yeah. yeah, very calming for your bedroom, for, you know, yeah. where you go to sleep. I get that. Um, mm. 
But yeah, I'm just not a, I'm not a purple fan, especially like cool blue toned purples. Don't mind like a bit of a berry, but yeah, that violet color. As soon as I saw it, I was like, Ugh. it's yeah. like a lavender. You're like, I hate that. Yeah. And like <laughs> the, when they announced it, like they, they always do this thing where like they put the Pantone square around like moving a big picture of something. And like last year it was, you know, like some, like a wall and some lady holding up a peace sign or something like that. This year it was like fur. Yeah. It looked like fur. It did look like fur. It was like digital, but it was like fur. And they yep. had like a little animation where there was all these circles and the circles were actually a nice color. And then they burst into these yeah, violets. Well, like, yeah, there was like different tones. They were, used and it was Some of those tones were nice. They were like pinkier purples. Yeah. And then, yeah, the fur. And I was like, oh, like with the fur, there was like lots of dimension. There was like shadows and stuff. And so I was like, oh, I don't like it, but it's okay. And then you showed me the flat version. I was like, no. Yeah, no, the dimensions definitely like sold it a little bit more for me yeah. it created a little bit more depth to the color I think yeah and helped it along yeah so what was your overall impression look I I'm a big purple fan I love purple um I don't love it as a flat color mm-hmm. it's just very it's dull for me it's I don't so dull. like I don't know how what kind of colors you'd pair it with to like make it stand out like true like yeah, I don't know how that will work in a colour palette. It'll be really interesting to see how people do use it. I'd love to see it, like, used, like, flat. Yeah. Like, I get, like, I've seen people, like, I've seen some pictures of people using it, like, 3D spaces or, like, in interiors, and it looks good. I like it. Mm-hmm. But I would re- be really interested to see it come to life as a, in a brand or just in an artwork in general. Yeah. It would be very interesting to see. But... Uh, yeah, I did see um, some projects put up of in architectural spaces and in interiors, and it was like illuminated. Yeah, okay, loved it, nice, loved it, mm-hmm. and it it really brought the space to life, and I and I really c- like created that calmness. Yeah, in that space, and I loved it. So, yeah, highlight. I mean, illuminate it, perfect. Yeah, I wonder like, if like we will see it start to be in lots of branding and stuff this year it would be interesting to see I would really like I'd really love to see how people do bring it to life like maybe even I'll have a go but I'm not a fan so I don't know what kind of brand I'd tie it into yeah I think like for me I would have to pair it with something really like really bold like Mm. that you know like fluoros are kind of quite popular at the moment and I feel like maybe you could pair it with like a a fluoro and like a beige and a black yeah with that very peri I can see something like that but like pairing it with like a pink or like it, it, like you just need something it, really contrasting. Yeah, it's going to be like that colour and then you kind of got to go either neutral yeah. or like just very basic yeah. to try and tie it all back in. Or just like really make that the hero. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. To see. I did think it was interesting that it's because when you go – to their website they show you like all the previous years as well and I was like looking along the bottom and there was so in 26 uh, sorry 2018 they had ultraviolet which was like basically a darker version of very peri and then in 2016 they had serenity which is like a a blue it was more blue but it was the same kind of lightness I do like serenity that is a nice yeah serenity and that year they also had a pink color as well but I just thought it was interesting it's like so 2022 2018 and 2016 all have this like violet tone hmm. kind of just like okay I guess it's like really trending and like it's it, it's sticking around this decade I suppose but I'm just kind of like you couldn't like give us something else <laughs> yeah give me something vibrant yeah any day but yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, not a fan. Sorry, sorry, Panto. Yeah, sorry, Panto. But I was disappointed. I, I feel like I'm always disappointed. They they really need to come through with like a. There was one year there was like a coral color. I can't remember. Oh yeah, I think it was like living coral or something like that. Yeah, that, we're at work. That was nice. That's that was true. a nice color. I feel like the years where they do two colors, very hard for me to love both. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you're just going to do one color, it's got to be something a bit more exciting. Yeah, I do agree, especially with the shite you have had. Yeah, two years they could have just gone for absolute chaos. Like, I get they want to calm us down, but like, nah, give us like, I don't know, nah. some psychedelic give color. Give us some chaos in my, <laughs> yeah. in my life. I need that. <laughs> yep. All right. So Square did a little bit of a rebrand. They did. So this one kind of like came out of the blue. Yeah, I did not see it coming. I've actually been working in Square for a client and I I didn't really know anything until you pushed this story forward. I was like, yeah, yeah, right. Mm. It's it's flown under the radar, that's for sure. So for for those who don't know, Square is um, a digital payment company. Um, you'll see it a lot in shops. It's the one with the little square, yeah. um, your little tap and pay kind of things. Yeah. Um, and it was founded by the former Twitter CEO, Jack Dorsey in 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes. So square is a point of sale system. Mm-hmm. They also offer web design. Mm-hmm. Well, we used, you do the design, but they offer that platform. And I've actually yeah. seen a couple of businesses use it. It's pretty good yeah. for like big, like people who aren't paying designers to do yeah, it. Absolutely. It actually, and it, the functionality on it is pretty Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, no, it's good. Like it's just, if you just need something super basic, take bookings or whatever, it's very good. Yeah. The booking thing is what I found pretty cool because I was, I was actually just developing a website in Squarespace and I was putting up, um, putting it through scheduling. Their booking system has a fee, you have to pay, integrates a little bit more nicely. But then the client was like, well, what about Square? Like, I don't need to pay for it mm-hmm. on top of the website fee, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll give it a try. It actually integrated pretty nicely within yeah, okay. the website, like not as seamless as Squarespace, I guess, because Squarespace scheduling is going to obviously be seamless with a Squarespace mm. website. Mm-hmm. But looks pretty nice and it works pretty good. Yep, nice. Yeah, so that, that was a fun one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there you have an app called Cash App, which is basically a person-to-person money transfer app. I think it's kind of bigger in America because I don't think America has the same, like we just have like – bank transfer and like Osco yeah. and stuff like that. But America, they're all about Venmo and cash up. So I think it's more popular there. Yeah, right. I've never heard of it, to be honest. I hadn't until I researched this. <laughs> um, and they also own TBD, which is the shorthand name. It has like a bunch of numbers that come after it. And I was like, I'm not reading those. Um, but that's basically a new platform uh, that's designed to create a platform for decentralized exchange of Bitcoin, which is a sentence that I didn't even attempt to understand. I was like, I don't care about Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, Bitcoin's a bit controversial, isn't it? Controversial. Controversial? controversial. <laughs> it is a little bit controversial. Um, but Jack Dorsey, the guy that founded Square, is quite into it. So anyway, they have that. Uh, they also own Tidal, which is the – or they own a majority stake in Tidal, which is the music streaming app that Jay-Z and a bunch of other musicians own. Yeah, I've seen that because also on the new rebrand it has – It does, which is bloody amazing. Yeah. Um, so – to talk about the rebrand, not just what Square does. So earlier this month, um, uh, they announced their rebrand of Square. Uh, it's 
pretty much the same deal as Meta, where it's, you know, Meta is the parent company, Square's yep. parent company is rebranding, getting its own identity, which we'll get to in a minute because it's, uh, it's quite the name. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it... So this all, this rebrand kind of came out of the blue, but it also coincided with Jack Dorsey announcing he's stepping down from Twitter as CEO. Crazy. So as much as like, you know, Facebook, they were like, we're announcing this because we're expanding as a company. But everyone was like, no, you're announcing this to deflect from controversy. And so I thought, you know, if they've announced this like a day or two after Jack Dorsey was uh, stepped down from the company. I'm like, that's definitely a little bit of a distraction. They're trying to uh, sweep that quickly past <laughs> yeah. and move on to some positive press. Um, you know, Jack Dorsey stepped down, but there is kind of some discussion about whether or not he was asked to step down. He has pre- I didn't know this. He previously got asked to step down. He got fired from Twitter. Oh, what? Yeah. In How did he get fired from Twitter and make it back to CEO? Yeah, so I think it I think it was like twenty sixteen, I don't have it written down, but they he got fired and then the person that was his replacement left and after he left he got brought back. So obviously that this seems so bizarre. <laughs> yeah. So then this time around people are like, Okay, well, you know, last year there were key stakeholders saying they wanted him to step down and then this year he steps down it's kind of like yeah he was he was probably asked very sternly (laughs) you need to go bucko yeah he was he was asked to leave uh most likely i mean if you've got state like if you're so invested in something else as well like your mind's not at the forefront of two very strong yeah like very um recognized brands right that's the thing so the people the stakeholders that were asking him to still suggesting he should step down were saying it's because his attention attention is divided and fair enough he is really 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 into like crypto and you know like the the blockchain stuff we were talking about with uh TBD like he's really into the finance stuff so of course it makes sense that he would focus more on Square Mm -hmm. than on Twitter so possibly that was kind of a little like obviously he was leaving regardless but I think the timing of the announcement was probably intentional yeah um so the rebrand Square the parent (laughs) company is now called Block (laughs) which is a synonym for Square (laughs) I mean I get it like the little things they use are a block yeah like not even cube you couldn't even like make it like a bigger thing oh cube would be good it ties into the actual new brand yeah but icon block <laughs> which i just was like nah that's oh you've lost me it's just a bit boring <laughs> i don't even have words yeah so it's underwhelming about as underwhelming as meta was Meta's just such a better name though now yeah. when I compare that yeah. to Block. I'm like, True. wow, Meta, you True. are revolutionary. <laughs> um, yeah, so the um, sub-brands title, all of that, they're keeping the names. The only one that's changing, it, they used to have Square Crypto, which is now going to be called Spiral, uh, which I guess is to avoid, like, they're not going to, they want to differentiate it yeah. from Square the app. Oh, sorry, it's like Square the products. So, yes. Spiral. Spiral. Some real, real technical, real <laughs> well thought out names here. Block, Surely these, some of these names have been trademarked already, right? 100%. I reckon, I don't know if Jack Dorsey has children, but I reckon he went to his kids and I'm like, kids, name these. And the kids are like, block, spiral. <laughs> Just shouting out shape. Next will be a triangle. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
Uh, they also have contrib- uh, sorry, attributed the name to growth like Meta. They've basically just said, we're growing as a company. We want to say, we want to say that we do more than just Square. We do more than just the products. I mean, I get it, but if you really put that into context, a block yeah. is only four four corners at most. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not really a name that's going to grow, right? Like, yeah, if you re- like, if you think it from a design rationale kind of thing, yeah, it's a square. Yeah, and and block doesn't really, to me, encompass tidal spiral, no square, all those things, like. I don't know. It, it's I, I get it. I get they need to put a rationale behind it, but I just feel like like they they kind of are saying that all their different apps and their different offerings are the building blocks. But it's like yeah, okay, I get that. So it's like I don't know. Call it skyscraper. Like call it anything. Call it Jenga. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we can't, but like something similar. <laughs> yeah, just give it something that's like a collection of blocks. Well, so Jenga's a really cool word. <laughs> It is fun to say. You could do so much with that word. They could. There's some fun letter forms in that. Yeah. Anyway, off, getting off track. We're not talking about <laughs> Jenga here. <laughs> um, Block has said that the new name has many associated meanings for the company, building blocks, neighbourhood blocks and their local businesses, communities coming together at block parties full of music, a blockchain. Wow, Block, you said so much <laughs> in this quote. A section of code and obstacles to overcome. I like, mean, <laughs> the, um, like, uh, the part where they said neighborhood blocks, like anytime something like, it just like takes me straight out of it. Cause it's like, oh, we're in Australia. We don't call them blocks. Like that's no. a very American term. It is. And like, nobody comes together in the neighborhood. No. And you say block party. And I think like the band, <laughs> I don't know what the band is. Oh, they're, they're a band. <laughs> They're, they're British. I only know them because they have that one song that's in FIFA and stuff. You say FIFA, like the game FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have brothers that I was forced to bond with by playing video games, Danny. I mean, I guess, but wow, I'm learning so much new things. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like it's a good rationale. It make it makes sense, but it does. I don't know if you want. If, I just feel like the the name should have been encompassing of blocks, not just block. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I agree. So what did you think about the design of the brand though? Yeah. So this is where I actually like completely flipped my opinion on it because when I heard about it, I was like, eh, block, not great. And then I saw the branding and I was like, oh damn, it looks good. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. So it's- and it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so basically like the, the main kind of place that you see it is the website. They have a website for block and it's this animated block. Looks like it's doing a little bomb wiggle. It's, like it reminds dance. me of uh, Flubber. <laughs> I was Flubber? trying to think of what it reminded me of. Yes. <laughs> it's like Flubber. It's just like dancing around. Um, yeah, so he goes... <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> um, and so the the logo is literally mo- like the core logo is animated. And it's fun. It is fun. But like literally I, I saw it and I was like, oh, now that's interesting. Like that is interesting. And I like the shapes that it forms as it's mm. moving, like the diagonal. Yep. The curves. It's lovely. And so... The logo is the 
the core logo that they want you to use, like you go to their media kit page, they're like, you have to use the animated logo when you can. Right. Um, and so the static version also, so basically like the the block that's moving around looks like the its environment is reflecting off of it. Yep. And so the core like static logo and, and like the, the logo when it's on a transparent background, it's like a greeny, some little reddy bits. Like it's a bunch of different colors, but it's mostly like greenish reddish tones. Yep. Um, and then you go on the website and the background is like this moving gradient and the the logo has got those colors reflecting off of it. But if you go to different pages, like the gradient background changes and then the logo changes to reflect that. So it's like really cool. The logo is like constantly changing. But I, like, as soon as I saw this, I was just like, that's bananas. Like, uh, uh, like what's the word? A gradient logo. And we were, we were trash and Meta's logo for having a gradient because we their gradient is not very well executed. Well, it's shit. Blocked gradient. Chef Delicious. Kiss. So I do agree. And I love that the gradient is moving. Yeah. Like this, look, it, it it's probably like, it's trendy. Like it's probably mm. not going to be, you know, gradients are coming in and out of fashion. Like Spotify had their gradients for ages. Like some gradients are kind of on the way out. I don't know how like how long this branding will feel fresh but right now it feels really fresh uh, and the color palette i am yes. super into that blue and that orange so lovely yep so She's into nice. it mm-hmm. like just real bright vibrant yep. engaging mm-hmm. <laughs> yep so i think it's like i think the difference for me is that like these look these the gradient colors are beautiful they're they're like contrasting colors like blue and orange like opposite sides of the color wheel and then if you compare it to Facebook with Meta, their gradient is like a mid-blue to a slightly lighter blue, which I think is the problem. Like you <laughs> great, great faces over there, Dee. Um, but like a, a, a single colour gradient is often going to feel real dated. Mm-hmm. This gradient with the contrasting colours, the it's like it's like a looks like a heat map. Like it's not Yeah. It's not like one color to another color it's like the colors are like in each other <laughs> i didn't know how to say that they are blended blended they it's not like it's not like one color is up in this corner the other is down here and they're like a seamless blend like the colors like go in and out they're moving they're liquid i'm not really recovering this am i <laughs> not at all but it keep going please. but they're sexy they're they are a they sexy, are sexy color combo the reversed version of yeah. the gradient yeah huh. it's lovely nice yeah i think like i find it very like the color palettes of their apps mm-hmm. are like completely different yeah they're not like trying to keep them all one color yeah no and i you know what i think i kind of like that yeah, I mean, it's fine to have them have their own identity and their own mm. look and feel. Into it. Yeah. Very into it. Oh, this is nice. Go check out their website if you yes. can, guys. Um, <laughs> highly recommend it. It's, yeah. it's fun and it's interactive. It is. And so on the website, you also just have the block on its own. It doesn't say block anywhere. No. But then if you see the logo, like the freestanding logo, not on the website, it has the word block written underneath. Oh, I did. Oh, yeah. Block letters. Yeah. Which I guess they had to do. It's not like you could have like bubbly letters underneath. They kind of had to choose a blocky font because it's a block. <laughs> I really like that font. It looks like. Um, I think it looks good. Is it Gossam? 
Oh, look at you. I don't know what Gotham looks like. That's a really nice font. But it's lovely. Like, it's nice. It's strong. And, like, the word block is the same width as the block. I, I like also that. like that it's just black. I did wonder. I'm like, like, so seeing it there, like, sitting on top of another gradient, I'm like, yeah, okay, plain colour makes sense. But I, I kind of would have liked to just see what it looked like with, like, a green or an orange. Which one? Yeah, I don't know. I think it might it might have looked nice. It might have looked terrible. I'm sure they tried it. Been interesting to see their versions, wouldn't it? Yeah, but it's solid. It's a good font choice. It's I'm not mad at it. Lovely font choice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Gotham. I'm going to do a what the font after yeah. this and have a little. Maybe it's custom. Maybe they made their own font. Maybe mm. be interesting. Um, and then so on the website they have, very, like I feel like the branding, the gradients, everything very creative, very. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very fun. Mm-hmm. And then the vibe they're going for on the website in terms of like the copy and stuff, it's very techie. So like the very men- techie. The menu is written like like HTML code mm-hmm. um, with like little quotation marks, little brackets. Clearly I'm a coder. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're like very much leaning into the techie side there, which – I mean, I'm not calling, mad at. They're calling them building blocks, which I get. Like you're yeah. building your business up with these apps. Yeah. It's just worth noting. I don't know if I like it or hate it. Oh. I'm not indifferent. Oh, the, the code? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I guess it would be hard for a person that hasn't come from our kind of background to understand mm. what that actually is. True. I'd be alarmed. If I, d- if I yeah. didn't recognise code, I would be alarmed by that. Yeah, and like a lot of these users are just businesses that – want to use like the square app yeah or whatever. So and be- I, I feel like a lot of people coming to this website are probably investors like people mm-hmm. that are interested in the court yeah them. that's right yeah it's also interesting that it's a menu right yeah people wouldn't know that's a menu no it doesn't look like it and no. then you also have a second menu up the top yeah it's like a double menu yeah and it all comes up on the scroll down which yeah is, I find I can't even move it now hmm it's also, like, not a very big website. Like, there's not many pages. No. Yeah. Oh, we're on a flat background now. Oh. oh we're growing into the gradient. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I'm not a fan of the navigation. I think that being investors and some business people, they don't really know how to use that second – are we calling this the main menu or the secondary? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that one would be, but yeah. I'm not into it. Yeah. It's clever. Yeah, it is. I just feel like it's not very risky. Yeah, it's risky in the it like, and the branding is risky. But I feel like the branding pays off. Yeah, that is risky, and I feel like it might alarm people because people just see like people associate like in movies, someone's coding and it's like like a thousand miles an hour across the screen. I feel like a like if you're not familiar with code, it's a bit scary. Yeah, I agree. Um, but then again, it does also say it just tells you their apps. It does. It's, yeah, look, so you're gonna you, figure it out quickly. Yeah but maybe slightly confused at first. Yeah. They do also have, as you mentioned before, a little widget, uh, which has a playlist pulling in from Tidal that says it's curated by Jay-Z. Um, Interesting. <laughs> which it's, I t- sending out block vibes. Yeah. I clicked on it. It's called Playlist. Well done, Jay-Z. <laughs> I mean, he cares what so. I think. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I really like that. It's a lovely detail to like cross promote their app that they own. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking like seeing the code, seeing the little widget, I was like, this just looks like a Tumblr. <laughs> like 
did you ever back in the day I had tumblr and like it was such a thing to like edit your theme so like you could add little snippets of code to your theme to like change your tumblr and often people had a little would have a little music widget kind of like myspace myspace had a music widget so I I just like was sitting here I was like oh it's just tumblr (laughs) (laughs) don't know if that's great I get like (laughs) creative wild vibes from tumblr so maybe it's a good thing but seems very like this could be run by some 18 year old (laughs) in a basement in chicago i don't know why they just couldn't nail that gradient or animation that well (laughs) (laughs) what's what's your uh oh actually before we move on so in the in the website on the little fab icon people don't know this the fab icon is like in your browser, when you've got your tabs across the top and there's a little image next to the name of the page you're on, it's usually the logo of the of the company you're on, that's your fav icon. Um, <laughs> wow, I've been calling it a favicon. favicon. I think I used to call it a favicon. For all my design years, I just like, yeah, I'll do the favicon. Well, like, you, you, like it's usually <laughs> written as one word, so maybe it is a favicon. And then... No, favicon makes sense. But, but I've also, I, at first I thought it was favicon. So now, and then now I say fav icon and I don't know what's right. right. And I've never asked anyone. (laughs) Yeah. Look, I've never, neither have I. I was like, yeah, I know what to do. Like I know what it is. It's just a favicon. (laughs) (laughs) Favicon is funner to say. It is. Maybe that's why I kept saying it and I wasn't ever questioning myself on it. There you go. If anyone, if anyone knows DM us, how do you say it? Um, (laughs) So the... Favicon. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to switch it? pronunciations. The Favicon on Block is their little static version of their logo. It's not a GIF. Um, and I think it looks absolutely trash. <laughs> the Favicon does not work. It it has the gradient in it. like So it's the twist. It's the shape mid twist and it's got the gradient through it. But because it's so little. I was gonna say, it, you it can't just even looks, make out what it is. is it, it, it just looks like it has a red st- cross through it. It looks like a bed. Looks it looks terrible. Yeah, like, that's so right. guys. It's gone really well until I saw the fab icon. Yeah, like look at Square's fab fab icon. Favicon. I'm yeah. saying Favicon is Favicon. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's way It's bold. Yeah. It's, you know what it is. That's the thing, like a fab icon. It's hard to go it's hard to go. It's hard to do a good fab icon if you've got like a really detailed logo. Mm-hmm. I agree. You want something really like because it's tiny. It's like, I don't know, ten pixels on, maybe more. I guess it would be nice to see it paired back. Like, yeah, they should have created like a primary, oops, sorry, <laughs> primary, yeah, secondary, yeah, like just to have a little bit more variation in that brand. It could have literally been a square, they could have just made it a square, yeah, they could have. Didn't it didn't need to be moving, and the gradient just the gradient needs to be like more spread out through the shape. It's, it's just, very harsh, it's really concentrated on that twisty bit, and mm-hmm. it just doesn't doesn't work. Sorry, no, do agree. Sorry, shot Fivicon. <laughs> but the rest is great yeah i do agree the rest is actually really good yeah Alrighty, should we give our final feelings how'd you feel do you like it do you hate it i like it. it you like it i like it it's yeah. a good one yeah would like to see like it would be cool to see it as a flat like mm. i don't know like paired back a bit i guess without the gradient mm-hmm. but also but i like it i like the website i think it's fun it's very mm-hmm. interactive mm-hmm Love the gradient moving in the animation mm-hmm. in the background. It's mm-hmm. nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I didn't say 10. I take that back. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was like, like, 10 oh. out of 10, but I was like, no, not 10 out of not 10. 10. We're actually rating this. <laughs> no. Do you have a rating? 
Based on colour palette, I'd give it like a seven. Yeah, sure. Yep. yep. Love that colour palette. Nice. But it's a cube. It is a cube. But it's just a cube. It is. It's a flubbery cube. Yeah, I'm going to go give them an overall score of six. Okay. Yep. Nice. What about you? I like it. Um, it I didn't like the name. I like the brand. Uh, it's a, an animated logo, so it's not like it can really exist in print form, which is my favourite thing about brands is when they're like, you can hold it and it's got flyers and shit like that. Um, but I like the website. It looks lovely on the website. I like the little music widget. I like the gradient. The gradient is sexy. The sexiest gradient ever. Um, <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. And I think that I'll give it a 6.5. <laughs> Not a seven, but it's also not a six. It's, it's on its way. Five. It's on its way. Yeah, could have been a seven, but for some reason it's not. Because yeah, of the fab icon. <laughs> yeah, you've got a diminished point somewhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that wraps up our uh, thoughts and feelings on the Panda and Colour of the Year and the Square rebrand. Pretty, pretty middle ground in our opinions. Yeah. Not good. super positive. Mm-mm. I feel like we need we need to find stories that really... Yeah, that's true. I, don't I mean, we did give... Cho Cho San. A oh good, yeah, Cho Cho San did great. Yep. We just need to go eat food and then we'll be positive stories. Yes. <laughs> um, if you feel so inclined, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the WCN pod. If you like the episode, tell someone about it. Let them know that it's great and it's a fun time and they should come follow along. Yeah. I think that'll do us for today. Thanks <laughs> for listening, pals. Bye. Bye.